0: Welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. I'm Corey Palm with Tanner Lipson and head coach Tony Erslin. Guys, uh you're back uh, where we're used to seeing you this week, uh, not in any sports book or you know, Grand Vista I looking I did hotel that. suite. Uh uh welcome back from Vegas. I I hear the travel wasn't necessarily uh bump free, but uh we may or may not get to that down the line. Uh coach, the results on the mat. Um, I know with the tournament that is – this early in the season, and stacked like that one was, uh, maybe an outsider's evaluation isn't quite the same as your evaluation of of how the team performs. So I'll ask you, how the team performed?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 tough because overall, and not overall, like it's not overall disappointment, right? Just you want better um, results for sure. Like we we wanted better results. We expected better results than than we got um but you do got to take emotion out of it right i mean disappointment is there for us we expected to have a champ we had a guy seated number one we didn't get it done um so there's expectations and and so there is disappointment with that on an emotional level okay if you, you take emotion out of it and you start to evaluate some things um you know, there was some good wins, you know, and we can talk about some of those things some guys did some nice things, you know, a guy like Stony Buell, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, a guy like that had a top 10 win and was right there with another guy, you know, um, I think he lost to like maybe number two overall and number eight overall in a tight match, four and eight, four and eight you know, very tight. Right. Um, you know, but he was right there and had a win over a top 10 kid. So, when you start evaluating big picture and looking like some of those losses were to some very tough people, we wrestled a lot of guys, draws were very tough. We lost to a lot of guys ranked top four, you know, top four or five. And so now it just is like, okay, you know, it frames the picture in a, in a little better, you know, a little better view for me, I guess. It's still disappointment. We expect to win. And like I said, there are expectations, but, You know, okay, let's let's clean this up. Where are we weak? Where do we need to be better? Because that was like a preview to the national championships. So there was good things, good ranked wins, wins that will help the guys down the road. But still, man, just I'm not, you know, just didn't get what we want. So we've we've got to we got to, you know, the only thing you can do is is wake up and get better. And that's where we're at.
2: Uh, to offer some perspective to people, this is this was being uh, regarded as the toughest field at that tournament in in a long time. Um, had a bunch of of new faces there. You know, some teams that don't normally go. Uh, Oklahoma State was there for the first time, and I, that I can remember. Um, you know, amongst amongst several other teams, and uh, to say that there was carnage across the board, coach would. Uh, I mean, that may even be an understatement. Like, it was nuts to see how many upsets happened out there. Yeah, there was All-Americans not placing in that tournament. I mean, that was
1: more than one. I think it was like three or four, I think. Um, it might have been Flo had done a list of All-Americans who were there and 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 didn't place. You know, and, and again, to clarify or put perspective on this too, you know, you think about Parker Phileas, who, who finished very strong last year. His seventh and eighth place match there last year um, was against D'Amelio from Ohio State. And then lo and behold, look, there's D'Amelio in our All-American match um, at NCAAs in March. So it's an excellent preview um, of of things to come. So again, you you can't just from an emotional level make a a gut reaction in in, in those things. Like you got to look through it and you got to kind of absorb it and figure out, hey, this is where we need to be better and where we were short, because again, there was some really tough draws and that's not to make excuses. It just, it just, it's what it is. It condenses the bracket makes it tough to get through that field with all those landmines. Yeah. So again, um, you know, I'm not happy Um, we didn't get what we wanted, Um, but you know what? I'm probably not happy if we don't have 10 guys in the finals, right? Somebody didn't do something that we wanted them to do. And so, again we'll we'll go back to work and there was enough good things there there was some very good wins by kids that will will definitely help us down the road and even the losses i'll tell you the the losses it's tough to beat some of our really good competitors twice so they'll they'll be better from this they'll adjust they'll they'll you know make changes where maybe they were a little short whether it was on top or bottom or you know a setup and and they'll come back strong so you know overall you know it's what it is, but but we'll be better from it. I always firmly believe that I firmly believe you have to be pushed and compete against the best people and and and, and pushed to develop. And, and so our guys were for sure.
2: Let's dig into some of that good, uh, Tony. Um, let's let's start with uh, I mean, you know, we can start with Ramos. Ramos, like you said, was the number one seed, um, wrestled a pretty good tournament, had some. You know, had one loss that uh had one loss that, you know, Nico Provo from Stanford wrestled a great tournament, ended up winning the whole thing. Um he had a razor thin match with uh with Maddie at Nationals last year. And we came up on the wrong end of that one. But I think it would be, you know, negligent to you know, like you said, it was a it was a rough tournament. So Matt still managed to pick up a few ranked wins on his way to uh, his seventh place finish. No doubt. Um, and, and
1: Matt's Matt's a great competitor and he's a guy, like I said, he'll be better because of this. You know, we watched film yesterday on a bunch of his matches and I know, you know, you know, he's, he's, he's got pride and, you know, he knows he, he can win. And so that, that's a tough one to kind of rewatch some of that stuff. But I, I know we're going to get a strong response from him. And, and he sees now too how, People are approaching him, right? People Mm -hmm. wrestle him a little different. And so as they've adjusted to the problems he presents, he's got to continue to kind of adjust as well. That that doesn't mean make wholesale changes on who you are, who he is is pretty, pretty dang good. Um, But he's got to adjust, right? There's got to be some things that, that he has to adjust to as well. And so that's the game where we're at is how are people approaching him and, and how can he, can he solve those, those approaches? So again he's a tough guy to beat twice i know he's you know he'll make adjustments he'll improve and as you said he had a lot of good wins still coming from this tournament because that's how deep it was um and and you when you talk about margin of error on these losses i mean he actually had a match you know without going into it because i'll get too salty with it but he lost a match where we thought he had won on riding time in second ot by two seconds and they went back and, and had video review, and and now we didn't win it, and then we've got to go again, and he comes up short on the next ride out. So we're talking about one or two seconds in terms of margin of error. So, again, we're not far off from winning the whole thing or even being third to when you talk about coming back through. So still very confident, and he's just got to gotta make some adjustments
2: based on other people's approaches. Absolutely. Corey, I think, uh, you know, you look at what Ramos has done so far. He is officially ten and three on the on the year uh, in regards to his NCAA qualification purposes. He's got some other matches that don't uh, don't necessarily apply to his record form. You know, his win out at All Star um, of his action at Clarion, but um, you know, in thirteen matches this year, he's faced seven ranked opponents already. That's amazing. Yep. And that doesn't even speak to what he's got left the rest of the year. Um, just you know, from an outsider's perspective, Corey, you know, you look at that, and it's you got to figure it's going to pay dividends.
0: Yeah, he's you know the, the experience can't it can't but help him. You know, he's already got. Uh, I mean, he's already very close to having the number of matches he needs to to qualify at the end of the year. Thirteen. You know, we're yep. in early December. Um, seeing a bunch of ranked kids. And one thing I love about you know going out to Vegas is you look at the guys he wrestled, the schools he wrestled, App State, Cal Poly, Stanford, Harvard, South Dakota State, Nebraska. So like there's only one of those schools we're gonna see throughout the course of the year, usually, if you don't go seek them out. So to be able to, to, uh, to get that wide range of experiences, to be able to get that uh, you know, put it in his mental Rolodex. So to speak, you know, he's going to be able to draw on this stuff down the line and and it can't uh, can't do anything but help him. I think Uh, I I liked your coach, uh, coach, your point about people are wrestling him differently now because they kind of, you know, they've got a much better scout on Matt Ramos. Well, you know, point, counterpoint, counterpoint, counterpoint. It's that's the game that's the way it works from match to match and and from second to second out there so it's that is the the chess match that y'all are in it's it's really going to be fun to watch it play out over the course of the next four months now I've got a, I got a fun
2: note here Tony before before you go there um you know, we look at there's there's rankings, right? There's rankings on rankings on rankings on rankings. They they move Matt around based on this, that, and the third. But I thought uh, one <clears throat> one thing to point out. I was doing a little surfing yesterday, and uh, you know, our, our friends over at Wrestlestat.com. They don't they, they do their rankings purely by the computers. They don't plug any you know. They don't. There's no personal opinion uh, factored into their stuff. And even at ten and three after Vegas and finishing seventh. Stat still has Matt Ramos ranked number one in 125 pounds. So uh, it seems the computers are, are recognizing the difficulty of, of what he's doing so far.
1: There's no doubt. I mean, and, and, and that's part of what I believe, right? I mean, part of what I believe is in preparation is that you have to be pushed, right? Like you got to get out of your comfort zone to grow and to develop, right? If, if everything's easy all the time, you, you you're never going to excel right we've got to get and i believe this about all people you just got to be pushed out of your comfort zones to grow and to develop and that's what where matt's at and, and you know as long as you keep your head on straight and you understand where you're going uh then then those lessons are you know you know they, they pay you back and, and that's what i would want any team to know because in general we don't dodge people we show up and we wrestle and so even guys, you know, um, you know, James Rowley has seen a very good schedule as well with a number of ranked opponents. Those things pay you back. And then that so keep your confidence, keep your belief, you know, just keep looking where you're going and understand that ultimately, um, you know, this will serve you well in the in the best moments.
2: Uh, moving up the lineup, <clears throat> uh, Dustin Norris uh, went two and two out there, uh, ended up with a, a nice ranked win um in his uh you know on the back side over over a tough opponent um n- n- nice boost for for norm out in vegas
1: yeah good win as you said like you know didn't didn't get on the podium you know which which is always the goal but when you come out and you have a win like that again north carolina i don't believe they're on our schedule again we're not gonna see him so to have another he was a top 25 opponent. That's a win that will get you to nationals or help you get to nationals. You know, that can, can be a good quality win. So that's why you go to these places. Um, you know, and then again, it was nice to see Norm respond. You know, that was a tough, tough match. I mean, he had to ride very tough at the end. He had to get a late takedown and then ride out to win. So I, I was proud of the way he competed to close that match out and secure the win.
2: James Riley, you mentioned, uh, another guy who, who had a, uh, we had a nice ranked win, a top twenty-five win out there. Um, you know he's had some struggles early. He's wrestled a brutal, brutal schedule um, on paper, but uh, you know definitely a, a springboard for for going into the, the holiday break and and some more duels. Yeah, he, he had he had a a solid
1: tournament again. I say solid just because we didn't get where we wanted on the podium, um, but when you look again, he's a guy. He's wrestled everybody. He had the four, oh, the four-ranked guy, um, Foca, Early, that was a four-three match. We were right there. We got to learn to get out. He gets out, man. I, I like where we're at in the match to win. We needed to get out to keep that match going. So he's right there with a guy, a quality opponent who, you know, we're gonna see again in a big moment, right? I mean, that's a guy you're gonna see to to do something, you know, to be an All-American or you know, um, whatever, you know, make make a final. That's a guy you're gonna see potentially. So to be right there and to understand, Hey, you know, that was the bottom that hurt him. Um, that's things that we can go about working on, you know, and that's, and that's what we're doing. We're already working on bottom strategies for him where he fell a little short. You mentioned though, the positive too, he came back through the bracket, had a couple of wins, um, beat the Campbell kid who we will see again, but is a top 25 kid as well and has some very good wins and won that very convincingly. You know, I think it was 12, three might've been the score. So and that's what James is capable of. He's capable of getting points, you know, both from feet and top. And so I want to, you know, see him continue to open up and keep that aggressive style where it's not always a one-score differential. That was kind of what was biting him in the butt early on as we'd score early and then maybe we're, we're, we're holding on too much instead of building our lead and continuing to be aggressive. So that was a match he can definitely – you know, against a, a quality opponent where he can say, Hey, yeah, I was dominant. I, I put points on the board and it paid me back big time. So again, lots of good things for him to,
2: to pull from that, uh, that tournament, uh, Stoney Buell, another guy, you know, you, you mentioned Stoney, uh, made it to the blood round at 165 pounds, um, looked as good as we've ever seen him. I mean, he was, not only was he winning, but he was winning in dominant fashion. Um, can't help but be really excited about what Stony did out there. Yeah, a couple of major decisions
1: for his wins as well, and one of those was a opponent. <coughs> you know, the 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 Nebraska kid um, who almost made a world team. You know, very quality kid. A guy we'll see again. You know, he he he, he looked like you said, man. It, it, it's the Stony that 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 we know he possessed. You know, it was free flowing, aggressive. You know, attack. <clears throat> you know riding tough like th- there was just so much good and and he seems to really have an understanding of his game plan now you know when you're young and he's a sophomore now last year i would say he didn't understand what his game plan was what his identity to win as much was and he has a really good understanding of that now so i'm, I'm very excited with stoney that he's starting to put things together and and you see it paying back and Again, another loss to a quality opponent. This was the Oregon State kid, who I think is—you say ranked eighth in the country? I believe so. Man, like you know, had the first takedown, was riding. I mean, he was—he was in control of the match early, and then he saw how fast things can switch. Where he got—he got a little lazy with his left hand, gave up a takedown, and that switched the, the momentum of the match. And so even in a loss there, I know Stoney has belief if he sees that kid again, what he needs to do. Um, but he also was shown how fast things can change when you're not paying attention to your position. You know, like a simple thing like your left hand in contact, what needs to happen? You know, I, I think valuable lesson learned, but still a lot of belief gained. And that and that's what you you want from your kids. If, if, you know, if you're not going to show up and get on top of the podium, which you do, you train to win. You know, there's no doubt. But, hey, lessons learned better be along with that. And I thought Stoney learned a lot of positive lessons and was able to build a lot of belief.
2: Um, I think one thing that is very easy to lose track of when you look at the tournament and you look at how guys finish and so on and so forth, um, we took a lot of youth out there. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot. Um, you know, we had – You don't say we had freshmen at 141, 157, 174, and 184, and sophomores at 33, 65, 97, and heavyweight. Now, Um, like I said, easy to just look at the results and not think about the fact that this is the first big tournament for some of these young kids. Yeah. It's deep end of the pool. You know, know, it's deep end of the pool. Uh, But that's
1: good. And when you mention young guys too, I I do want to say this, like, um, you know, Cole Salome, um, man, on short notice, you know, Wednesday morning we're practicing and we were still uh, anticipating taking Grayson and um, Grayson was sick, couldn't make the trip. And so, you know Cole on very short notice had to fill in and, and go out and 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 you know had a good dominant win you know over Sacred a Sacred Heart kid right like to be a true freshman and you know told the day of hey pack your bags you're going when you were not anticipating that matter of fact he was talking to me about going to a wedding on Saturday <laughs> you know, he had a wedding in the state to go to so we were talking about practice plans with that and making the wedding work too so uh, you know, things like that come up. He's asked to help on short notice, um, you know, went one and two on the day. But you know what? Valuable for that guy. He competed hard. Um, he got an opportunity to really get going and score some points and get a major decision for him, too. So, uh, again, those are the situations that when you're called upon, you want to be able to make the most of the opportunity. And and Cole was ready. And I no doubt for a true freshman, he's going to get better because of it. He was kind of shown what some of this high level competition looks like and what he needs to do. And I know he's excited from that. So again, when we talk about our youth excited for that kid, you know, he's going to be better. He's, he's taking it the right way. And, and I think it's, it's going to push him where he needs to go. Um, when you talk about other guys, you know, um, a guy like Joey, you know, Joey, we talk about tough draws and this is not an excuse. Cause Joey would be the first one to tell you he should have won those matches as well. You know, these his losses were to guys, oh, I think all right, like 10th and 13th or 10th and 12th, somewhere in there. Yep. These are the kind of blood round guys you'll see. You know what I mean? Um, and so while he got on the short end of the stick, both in OT and at the very end of a match, I mean, Joey's just too good of a competitor not to, again, make adjustments to what he needs to do. Uh, you know, he knows he needs to be more aggressive. He needs to be more physical in the hand fight and carry a little more pace. I think he was just a little too hesitant with his wrestling and so again this this one's burning him pretty hard it's burning us all pretty hard but uh, again he just too good of a competitor to not take this in the right way and and use this fuel for hey here's here's who i need to be to win these tough matches because there was tough matches everywhere so again things that burn you but if you take emotion out of it it shows you where you need to go
2: um you know, I think you know. Since you bring up Joey, I I, I think one thing that, that maybe the fans or maybe you know our listeners, something to keep in mind. And and I, I talked a little bit about this with uh, <clears throat> with Sule after the tournament. Um, tournament wrestling is crazy to me, and I I'd love to hear both of your takes, kind of on this. You know, you look at a you look at a kid like Joey. Joey goes one and two in the tournament, right? And his losses are to number 13 in the country and number 10 in the country. Um, you got another kid at the same weight who ends up on the podium and didn't face a ranked opponent until he got into the placing rounds. Like His, his trip through the bracket was completely different. Um, yeah. you look, there's a kid at another weight um, who made the finals without wrestling a ranked wrestler and that one blew my mind you told me that
1: statistic it might have been yesterday i didn't even realize it you know it wasn't one of our guys clearly nope. um but uh but that blew my mind with the depth of that tournament because there was ranked opponents everywhere oh, in those um for a, a kid not to see a ranked opponent man that's like you must be living right there buddy like yeah somebody was watching over you a vegas that's a Vegas a luck, right yeah, with the depth of that field, you're right. So, yeah, it's, it's interesting. But, again, that's tournament wrestling. You, you know, you can't look ahead in the bracket and say, hey, I'm going to see this guy, right? About the time you do that, somebody completely different, and now you got to switch mindset. So, you know, that old adage about just, hey, you know, whoever's in front of you, you can't control it. Just be ready. And that's truly what tournament wrestling is, and and that's where you've got to kind of live because there were upsets again everywhere in that tournament and a number of really good kids not placing just from a ranking standpoint. And I know the ranking shakeup from that tournament was significant, uh, even though it is early. You know, it's it's early December. So much more is going to happen, but if you use it right, um, it'll pay you back.
2: Corey, um, you know, you're, you're a fan of lots of sports and lots of, of tournament-type sports. As you know, the volleyball team's in their tournament now. We've seen mm-hmm. things that have happened with men's and women's basketball in their tournament, and, and they, they mirror this a little bit. I mean, from your standpoint, you, you, hear, thing, you hear facts like that. You hear things like that. Um, you know, how does it make you, you know,
0: pause and look at the whole thing? Um, it makes me angry. Because <laughs> it, it's so much about age. It's not always about luck, of course. You know, you you put yourself in a good position, and you, like you said, Tony, you, you wrestle the guy in front of you. You you play against whoever's across the net or across the floor. But it's also just completely random sometimes. And uh, where I where it really makes me mad is is when entire seasons, um, entire careers. Come down to a fluke moment that may or may not be in your control. Um, a a a slow you know, slow hand on the clock, a review that that maybe an official looked at and there wasn't conclusive evidence, you know, those magic yeah. words like for an entire season to, to be defined by one result sucks. That sucks. And I hate it when sports get get reduced down to that because it's It's the journey that matters. And, you know, it's the whole season completely that matters. It's not, you know, how you did for this seven minutes, this one time uh, on a a Friday evening in March. But so often it comes down to that or, you know, maybe not seven minutes, maybe seven seconds, maybe one second. If you got out one second sooner and your whole season's a failure. Well, no, it's not that simple. But we make it that simple because we're kind of – simple minded human beings. Yeah, to yourself. Well, uh, the, the the royal we, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, you know, and it brings up something really interesting, right? I mean, um it's truly, right? It's the journey, it's the process. That's what it's supposed to be out, right? I always tell the kids. Uh and here we are with in and and, and, and and it's crazy because I always feel like it's it's a contradiction to some extent, but truly you know, you can't just be event driven, right? Like event driven, you know, that's the fixed mindset Win good lose bad, you know, I I don't believe that, but you're right. Like we wins and losses do matter and they can set the table for things down the road. Okay. But um, you know, go ask Florida state football about their journey. You know what I mean? And, 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 and where they're at now. I mean, You want it to be about the journey and it can't just be an event, but look, you know, they, they did everything they could and they're still, they're still left out. It still wasn't good enough out of things out of not in their control. So I guess at the end of the day, man, I mean, you got to just, and this is old adage. I know people may not even want to hear, but all you can do is control what you can control. You know, show up the next day, get ready to train, take care of your weight, take care of your mindset, get better at the technical areas you need to, and you got to let you got to let the rest of it go because it's maddening, right? Like we can go down a rabbit hole, like you, like you're saying, Corey. And this is why I'm telling people you got to take emotion out of this because man, I'll I'll go down a rabbit. I was in a rabbit hole. Yeah, you know, I'll go down a rabbit hole and throw every possible result out and why we were short and where we were. You know what I mean? And work myself up. And at the end of the day, man, like you got to make good decisions and good decisions don't just come from emotion all the time. So, right. hey, we got to go back and we got to figure it out and make good decisions. And that usually doesn't uh, involve just reacting to emotion. So
0: being, being analytical and, and and trying to take as much emotion out of it as you can, uh, I think is such a good it's the right answer. That's the right approach. Obviously, uh, it's hard, but that's that's what makes good coaches good, and and not good coaches not so good. I think um, you have to do that. I think I would imagine Tony, with you've got a bunch of young guys like Tanner said, you know, eight freshmen and sophomores competing out here, and one unifying trait of all of them is in their lives they haven't lost much. Like we're yeah. talking three or four time state champions. We're talking world team. Members of the world, medalists, like these are dudes who are used to winning almost all the time and they're not winning right now because it's freaking hard and there are people that are just as good as them, if not better, and managing their mental game. It has to take up a lot of your time, I would think.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, right? We got 10 teams, you know and actually you got you got over 30 because you got over 30 guys on the team. but you know if you're just talking about the lineup right, you you're sending 10 guys out there they're there they're each their own team.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and everybody can be in a different spot. you know what I mean, like where Stony is coming out of this tournament can be different than Joey can be different than Mac and you know whoever you just pick a guy and and so it is. it's 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 time consuming. But that's what I love about coaching. It's not the same every day, man. I mean, it's different, you know. And I'll I'll tell you something. Maybe this is people don't know, but you know, we go into this. You you look into like data science stuff now. I just spent an hour prior to walking up here, um, with with our strength coach and our our athletic trainer. And you're looking at, you know, things like heart rate and body temperature. You know, um, HRV, heart rate variability, all of the sleep. And you there's all these different things that you can take from it that go into where is a young person at? Are they trending up? Are they trending down? And some of that too mm-hmm. is when you take the mentality of did they have the tournament they wanted? You know, does that play a part in this? Mm-hmm. Right. But that stuff is what I love. Like that, that I could talk about that with, with people here all day long because it's different and it's it's interesting and it, and, and it's impactful when you talk about the development of young people and trying to take them where they want to go. So there, there's, there is, there's a lot that goes into it and it's managing emotions and mindset. And it's also looking at physically, where are they, how are they doing and how does that tie into to results? You know, so there's a lot, there's just a ton. And I guess that's my only point is there's so much that goes into this with, with these young people. And it's not something just as simple as, showing up and working on your high crotch every day. And that's, that's why I get up. That's gets my heart rate going. Cause I love headlocks Tony.
2: Headlocks. <laughs> yeah, headlocks. That's
1: the way Tanner come in when we got to deal with headlocks, Tanner gets to coach for everybody out there. If Tanner's got something to add a dynamite drop in, he's going to say headlocks. We need more headlocks.
2: I, I just don't understand. You're talking about, you're talking about a move that, that scores three points versus like a move. that could like finish the match. Like, There's no argument here with me. Yeah. 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 You're not wrong. But then, you know, then
1: we got to go into, uh, you know, is this a high percentage hold or not? And if we miss it, where are we?
0: Yeah.
2: You're not wrong,
0: Tanner, but that doesn't make you right. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. There's a there's a lot of aspects to coaching that have changed. I actually uh, uh, just sitting here thinking I I want that to be our topic next week, because I know you guys are are not wrestling this this weekend because uh, guys are getting ready for finals. Uh, there are yep. some competitions down the line, but next week I want to talk about how much um, the coaching world has changed for you in recent years. I know you guys are doing some, some fun groundbreaking stuff and we'll get into that. That's called the tease. We'll, we'll talk about that in depth next week.
1: Yeah, there's, I'm telling you, there is a lot of really interesting stuff that can be gained that we didn't initially have access to, um, you know, you know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago per se when I was competing and how you can use it now and uh, again right i mean in this competitive world you know the i still look at adapt or die right are you, are you staying ahead and and are you looking forward or are you kind of just stuck in your ways and 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 i always believe there's there's you know you got to have a strong philosophy you got to have you know a foundation for what you do and who you are no doubt 100 mm-hmm. but man getting better maybe getting better at the margins is a way I've heard it explained. Like, you know, the margins, what are other things and little ways you can do to be better? Those are some things, man, that, that, um, you know, we've really dove into the last few years that I think pay you back. And we're a part of Matt's success and, and Parker's last year, even.
0: Yep. Yep. Well, guys, I think we put a, we put a nice bow on Cliff Keen. Um, looking ahead to the, the Campbell duels, the fighting camel duels, my bad. I don't want to get this. Hiding anyway, camels. You got you got some good challenges ahead uh, down there. Uh, late December, December nineteenth. Uh, we'll get into that preview a little bit uh, next week as well. We won't we won't delve too deeply here. But uh, uh, happy to hear about the results. Happy to hear everybody's back safely in. Uh, West everybody but my bag. Everybody, everybody but Tanner's bag. Everybody and,
2: but my bag made it home safe.
0: Well, and and, and Coach Polara, don't yeah. leave
2: him out. I know he's
1: still looking for it. I get that. As people know, man, I know you're trying to wrap this up, Corey, but that's travel, right, man? It's just, yeah, I mean, we're losing bags, flights get delayed, like, welcome to the world of travel uh, to compete. Uh, A lot of stuff you got to deal with.
0: Yep, yep. It's all variables. You can control what you can control, right? You're uh, You're not going out there flinging bags, so. That's right. Leave it up to somebody else. Well, uh, guys, I hope the guys finish the semester strong and uh, we'll be back at it next week. Boiler up.